Hey, welcome to Everyday Economics, a podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics and podcasts such as this one, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We're recording this episode on Monday. February 27th. And joining me as always is my friend and colleague, Dr. Orfe Devangi. He's a PhD economist. Dr. O, I want to jump right into it. Personal consumption expenditures price index. Gosh, it seems like I learn about a new index that I never heard of before every single day. So let me ask you this question. I'm, I'm only kidding. I've heard of the PCE, but this kind of data becomes more relevant, maybe more interesting when times aren't so good that we're looking for answers in different places. You know, as an economist, you look at this stuff all the time. As a civilian out there in the world, I typically don't. And I know a lot of other people don't. And quite a few people have never heard of this. So what is the personal consumption expenditures price index? It's another measure of prices and inflation. In fact, the core PC price index is known as the Fed's favorite gauge for inflation. And so what it shows is that prices actually edged up more than expecting in January and that there are still people out there spending. And my, I guess my question is for a lot of people is, you know, are you spending because you have staying purchasing power or are you spending on essentials and, and, and just, and, you know, and treading water? You know, at least according to this data, what happened in January was personal consumption expenditures so consumer spending increases increased by about 1.1%. So that's even after the adjusting for inflation. And that most of that spending was fueled by an increase in real disposable income. So in January, what these numbers show is that people had more income and some of that income they chose to spend. But part of that story really is also that there was a, a, there's a large number of government programs, federal, state, and local government programs that adjust to inflation. And part of that increase in income in January was an 8.7% cost of living adjustment for Social Security. And so, yeah, so that's not going to be there anymore, right? It's, you know, jumps in January for the year. I don't think that we should look at this data for January and think inflation is re-accelerating. I think this inflation is still very much underway, but that this inflation, that, that inflation coming down will take a little bit longer than most people had hoped. And so this January data actually had a crazy effect on the markets, right? So because you saw yields increasing uh, really, really rapidly. And the stock market took a beating. There's no question. I mean, last week, I, I felt like I was on a yo-yo. Do you feel that people who have money or, you know, who are who have had some kind of an adjustment, like you would, you would reference either, you know, some sort of a, a federal or, or state or- Social security. Yeah. I mean, local. a lot of these government programs adjust with inflation, right? Yeah, but do you and feel so- like that, that it, it, as soon as it comes in, it's going out? I mean, is that is that the is that your take on on the consumer right now? My take on the consumer, yeah. I, and I, you know, I've, I've I mentioned it briefly on the show before. When you look at Gen Z credit card balances increasing sixty four percent year over year, when you look at all of that transunion data, consumers telling you they're pulling back, but they're faced with high inflation, prices are really high, and at the same time, they're faced with interest rates interest rates on their credit cards, right? All of that is acting to squeeze the consumer. And so I feel like on the income side, the stronger than expected labor market is just barely keeping consumers 
above water. That's my take. You know, again, it shows in the transunion data that consumers are struggling to keep up with higher prices and higher interest on debt. That little boost they got in January, I think that temporary boost they got in January, you know, had to be spent. It had to be spent on essentials. From that report, you know, the PCE news release, a couple of things that, I, that I'm that i nodding my head, I'm looking at and going, yeah, this jives with my understanding. I mean, what I'm seeing, prices for goods increased 4.7% and prices for services increased 5.7%. The food price thing up 11.1%, energy prices up 9.6%. My view on that is at least, at least. I think that in some cases, these numbers are maybe even not fully telling the tale. Playing devil's advocate here for the other side, the other economists and observers who think that that the inflation is reaccelerating and that consumers are in very good shape. You know, the other side says, well, you know, they spent on, re- there was some retail spending in there. There was some hotels and restaurants spending in there. People who are squeezed don't go out and eat at hotels and restaurants. You know, like, do you remember what you did when you were 20, 21 years old in college? You know, you didn't exactly cook at home, did you? I think there's going to be a little bit of some people who are going to be, who are not going to be pulling back right away. I mean, even in the TransUnion Consumer Pulse Survey, it showed that older consumers were pulling back, but that younger consumers hadn't hadn't pulled back yet. And so you're going to have a little bit of that. And I think what you're seeing is you're going to have people with means continue to spend somewhat, and then people who just don't have it pulling back as much as they can and just trying to, to stay above water. But even when I say that, you know, people with means are savvy and, and they tend to save a higher share of their income. And so altogether, we're going to see inflation come down, you know, people spending less because they're really getting squeezed right now. I appreciate your thoughts as always. For Orfe Divangi, this has been Chris Krug, subscribed to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com. 